This is just winging it. Which is being invaded by a fucking tuna fish sandwich that John I brought know. into it's the recording <laughs> studio today. A tiny tuna fish it sandwich. Is, yeah, a tiny tuna fish. Even, that's a huge tuna you're fish right. sandwich. I meant relative to the room. It's oh, yeah, amazing right. yeah. the power of, of the smell of, you know, fish. I mean, it's. I'm, I have to say, I actually love tuna fish. Okay, I should have asked you before I oh, did I it. Oh, I love it. I, I find it delectable. a person and it's, cared about your feelings. But you or, don't. It's which is no, fine. I, I, I get it. I love the smell of tuna fish. I'm not revolted by the smell of tuna fish. I'm revolted by the fact that I can't breathe yeah. without getting so much of it in my mouth, which is what she said. I'm Patrick Green. Oh, What's your name? wow. John Abdullah. I Good. beat you to it. You beat. This has never this happened before. I saw an this opening. is how frazzled I am because I'm back yeah. from vacation. This is my first day in the office. Congratulations. And we're going like, to squeeze this right in now. in a 20 minute while I'm eating a tuna fish sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, the, the long story short is I had a meeting canceled at two. I thought we had all the time in the world. John yeah. has informed me that because he was out for four and a half months, he has meetings every single minute of every single day this week. Pretty much. So we're still limited to that, but that's okay. How is it being back? We'll do it. It's fine. I still feel the vacation high. Like, I'm ready because, you know, I've had so much time with the kids um, that I'm ready to not be so with much. them. So much. Yeah. So much I'm, time. I'm both ready to not be with them, but also... Um, very much uh, thinking a lot about Grace today because it's her first day at preschool. Yeah. <clears throat> so I brought her this morning, and she was totally fine, like excited. She wanted to leave even before we were ready. Like she was ready to go, yeah. leave the house. And then I got there, and, and uh, you know her teacher's not there yet, but they have kids playing in another area until the um, actual classes start in the parking yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, and so they're all just having like a fight club kind of right, thing in the parking with, lot. With brass knuckles. Brass knuckles. <laughs> and I it. just, I said, Grace, you know, this pair of brass knuckles is passed down from my grandfather and I want <laughs> you to have it. Uh, it's actually silver knuckles. <laughs> you know, he, he made a little bit of money on the side. And it's impressive. He upgraded it. Yeah. You're proud. It's and your history. I am proud. Yeah. I am. Um, so I, you know, I, I've, I, that is, that actually the pride thing as much as that was just a joke with the, the brass knuckles or silver knuckles. Well, you never hear about silver knuckles. I don't know why. Well, because um, they're soft. Is that why? That's is why, silver yeah. soft? I know gold yeah. soft, but is silver? Silver is also comparatively quite soft. Mm, yeah. Okay. I mean, think about it. You can you can bend it. You know. Yeah, that's true. Right. I guess that's pretty obvious, huh? Uh, I like mean, the silver surfer. Like the silver surfer. Great example. Prime example. Quantum levitation. Uh-huh. Thank you for listening. Yeah. So I so I'm a proud dad. Um, and it made me. You just it popped into my brain before I forget it because it will leave forever if I don't say it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this proud dad moment, uh, proud on multiple levels, proud of myself and proud of my kids. Mostly yourself. Where, uh, mostly myself. Where I was, uh, we, Bethany and I were sitting, It was, I think it was during the vacation time, and I wrote this down because that's how much I wanted to bring it up again, um, where uh, you know, we were watching them in the playground. We have a little uh, play sweat set. Sweat? A play, <laughs> play sweat. sweat. <laughs> and we were sitting at our patio table, and just like, you know, you just have that moment where you're just kind of admiring your kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like Grace was actually helping Luke get up the ladder. They were just like behaving really well and they were just so sweet. And you have that like, you know, distance from them where you're just like the observer. Yeah. And it's just beautiful, right? I, lo- I love those moments. And I so I looked at Bethany in that moment and I was like, do you ever think about the fact that they just started as a sperm and an egg that got together? You know, like, and I know, I know it's funny, but like, for real, but have you ever just thought about how yeah, fucking incredible insane compl- that is? Oh yeah, I think about that all the time, like they came but when from, you put it like that, it's a little weird. Yeah, it's very You're weird, like, Do you I ever know. think about like my dick and yeah, like yeah, your yeah, vagina yeah, yeah. like made a person? Like, but yeah. it's crazy. Like, it, it is and I, crazy. And I said to Bethany, like, they actually just came from our loins. Yeah. Like, they had a, and then I paused for a minute and I'm like, from our tenderloins. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, I, and I was like, ah, dad jokes. And she's like, I need to leave. And then she left me yeah. forever, yeah. Yeah, she, she just booked a cab. <laughs> uh, but I was, It yeah. is crazy. I, and Time I have moments lives. like that all the time. And I feel like uh, what I'm struck by more is how, you know, so here's the thing. When I was a kid, a megalomaniacal child, I would think <laughs> yes. when, th- when I would do something that was like, you know, that other people would find impressive, which happened once in my entire life. When I, when I do something that people give me accolades for, I would be like, "Mom, my parents must be so like proud that they created somebody who can like do this," which is an incredibly douchey thing to say. I love but, like, that. But you, know, but you know, but we've all been there, right? Like you yeah. win a competition, and um, and you're like, "Wow, like it must be so cool to like create somebody like as awesome as I." You know what I mean? That's awesome. Um, I don't think I ever thought that. that was, I mean, I, I, I was probably ca- thought it too I much. I had that going on ego in my own way, but I right. never thought about that. You never thought about the fact that, like, so for example, I never gave my, my, cred- parents... my parents credit for it. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? Fair enough. Yeah, it fair was, enough. For me, it was more like, yeah, I did this even though they didn't help me right. do in it. In spite. Yeah, in spite of, exactly. I, just, I used to think about that a lot because, you know, I, I you know, my, my parents both, like, love music, but they weren't ever, like, particularly musical, mm. you know? And then, so when, when I would get, like, some big award in music, I would be like, yeah. well, they must be so, like, excited that their genes came together and, like, you know, uh, had a success, you know, which is ridiculous to think that is way. Is that but why you actually got into music? You just wanted to impress them? I wanted just to impress them. Make yes. them proud? My life is just one long <laughs> attempt to impress my parents. Uh, On some level, isn't that all of our lives? It kind of is. Honestly, I mean, well, because sure after you're done you trying that, to like impress, because like you know, at a certain point in your life, you're trying to impress potential mates, yes, right? And then yes. when you're done with that, then it's kind of like you're trying to impress your your kids, your kids and your parents. Right? You're trying to like continue that kind of linearity, yeah. right? Our whole lives are just about impressing other people. Yeah, this is great. We're just biting or our own ourselves. Tails, right? If you, you know, maybe if you've got the if you've like worked through it enough that you feel comfortable in your own identity, it's just yeah. about trying to impress yourself. Just, just waking up and saying, like, know. "God damn it, I'm good," right? Like. I didn't just murder that guy today. Right, right, right. That was just a dream, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I noticed that uh, as I've gotten older, I've you know when when Jude and 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 then Henry to a degree, but because I was I had already been a parent for a while when Henry came, I used to think about that a lot. Like I would think, oh god, here goes the tuna fish. <laughs> can, gonna, can I'm not going to do can you take a bite in, No, do one bite into the microphone. Oh, Everybody, god. turn up the volume. Turn Are up the ready? volume. You yeah. really want this? Yeah. It's going to be disgusting. Give it to me. You might want to just mute it. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. I don't actually think you heard anything other than me hitting the... I heard it from out here. Really? And I am not wearing headphones right now, monitoring this. Yes. It sounded great. I'm going to back away from the microphone as I chew it now. Good. That's disgusting. Just, yeah, thank you for doing that. So I used to, uh, you know, now now when I see my kids doing things that are impressive, I am struck by how different they are from me and how little control I actually had over it. Mm. Like, I, I feel like... They do things that like intrigue me and delight me and surprise me, and I, and I never have that feeling anymore that I did for a while when Jude was really little and I wasn't used to it yet. Where I'm like, wow, I can't believe that like Micah and I like made this, and that's what that's why this is happening. <laughs> now it's sort of like you know we put like things in motion, mm. but they're such different people from us, even though we see reflections of ourselves all the time. That it's just this sort of constant um, element of being surprised, you know, yeah, like, delighted, in awe, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I'm and, still clearly in the phase where it's like, I made you. <laughs> I made that happen. Right. But I, I get you. You'll get there. You. Yeah. But so how did it feel today dropping her off? Did so again, okay? I felt really proud. You know, she was just, um, she was excited and like, you know, there was some of that excited but nervous undercurrent. <clears throat> For her. Which often is paired together, right? Anyone mm-hmm. who's excited, oftentimes there's like a nervousness. Yeah, you could shit your pants it. for many reasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I was aware of like... I've been aware over the last few days of how often I've been like, are you excited? And and just the way that you ask that question, I feel like puts so much expectation on 
the other person to right. say yes, right? So right. I felt kind of bad about that because, and I tried to ask it in a more open ended way, like, "How are you feeling?" Like on our drive there, I asked her how she's feeling. You're like on a scale of seven to ten, yeah, yeah, yeah how, exactly. How thrilled are you? Right. Put, on this emoji scale, pick the one that you know most matches. They're all you. happy faces. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, one yeah, of them yeah. is exactly is, is in jubilation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I already, I already set the expectation. Well, you want you want her to get amped for it, too, yeah, exactly. Right? I was trying to, to build know it up. that it's worth getting excited. I want about. her to get excited about it, but I also want her to know it's okay if she's feeling nervous or f- afraid or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, honestly, it was more. I had more anxiety than she did. I think. Um, I just because it's it's like a big deal. Has seen you know seeing her grow up into a little preschooler. Yeah. And uh, so we got there and we walked in and like I was. You know, I had to put certain things in her cubby for the first time. Oh my time. God, the cubbies. Yep. Yeah, so cute. Um, and and so as we were doing that, she's like, when can I go into the class? Like, she was just ready. And so then I walked her into the class and, you know, talked to the teacher who was there for a little bit and then left. And, and like, I wanted to keep hanging out there, you know, yeah. like hover a little bit more because yeah. I just want to see her yeah. in her element there. But of course, I knew that that wouldn't be a good idea. Right. The teachers were like, sir, yeah, yeah, you it's have to time step to leave. Away. It's like yeah. an hour later and they're like, so uh, you going to go to work? They're like, sir, you have to put your clothes back on. You have yeah. to get back in the car. But they bring bodyguards. Like, stop crying. Yeah, to escort yeah. me out. I don't yeah. know why I'd be a bodyguard. I guess it'd be more of a bouncer. I don't know. Both. Uh, both. So so then I left. And uh, so this other, this is new for me and maybe you experienced this, but I'm not used to it. Right now, I bring my kids to daycare. And I pick them up, and they're alive, and they seem happy. And I'm like, all right, good. They had a good day. Right. Maybe I'll ask the the daycare provider, like, how was the day? And I'll hear, you know, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like very little, granular. Yeah. Maybe I'll learn what they ate that day. Very right. few details. It's always beans. Yeah, always beans. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm getting this like stream of updates. So there's an app you can use where you get them delivered to you through this uh, program. And I had clicked on the app. I'm like, I want to get. The immediate notifications. Not so the, the so the preschool ha- the school has an arrangement with this app. Yeah, they, and they use can this publish app. Updates to parents. That's right, and okay. the teachers use tablets and they take pictures during the day or t- let parents oh know what they're doing. <laughs> and so I had set it up so that I'd get the immediate real time notification and that it would happen over email, text, and um, the app. Oh my god! Because I'm like, I don't know how often I'm going to get them, so I'm just going to set them all for everything right. and then I'll adjust it. Right. And I've already had to do, to adjust it to just be through the app and not the other two. Really. I've already gotten like five or six today. Just and this has been one day. One day. Yeah. So like, like a first few hours I got ago. I got a picture of the book that they were reading and then I got a picture of the activity that they were doing and I could see Grace in a circle with kids. Um so like, you know, I'm already getting like these constant updates. It's just so new to me. Yeah. And, and a little bit like too much, you know? Right. So I might just you can adjust it to be a daily digest. But anyway. That, see, that would be nice. It's yeah, the technology though. Well, it's like amazing. a daily digest. I don't think I want like granular updates of what's going on, you know. Her poop was slightly green today. Ovoid. Yeah. Smell like tuna fish. I wonder why. <laughs> She smells strangely like did she think is your father a longshoreman? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm feeling I'm feeling good and I'm also very much like ready to I want to I want to go and pick her up and see how it yeah. went, you know. Yeah, but, so you're going to pick her up today? According to the pictures. I think I'll pick her up today and not tomorrow. Yeah, I'll, right. Well, yeah, are you doing it or is, is Bethany doing No, no, I know what you're asking. I'm just being a dick. Uh, I'm doing it. You are. Yeah, okay. cuz Bethany was like, I can't do this morning, you know, uh-huh. you should do that She part. also left you after the whole thing about and, and penises she, I haven't and actually seen her she's, for a couple weeks, somewhere on the honest. West Coast. Yeah. Um, I was trying not to talk about that. It's okay, yeah. it's sore. I know. Um, so, so, yeah, I don't know when I'll see Bethany, but I'm picking <laughs> up Grace tonight, and I'm excited because I want to see how it went. Yeah. yeah, well, good luck with that. Thanks, thanks. You know, Henry got his start date for his preschool oh, just yesterday. When is it? We have a calendar, September 17th. Wow, yeah. already? Yeah. He's young. Is he? I don't know, isn't he? 
I don't know. Well, so he'll be. Uh, he'll I mean, be he'll he'll be almost three. Three. Yeah. That no, is, I, so I guess. I guess it is oh yeah. So young. I guess two point yeah. nine is when they say you can start. Yeah. So he'll I don't be know like exactly two point nine. That's right. Because we. I guess nowadays it's more typical to have two years of preschool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Whereas and that's what we're doing, right? For Grace, yeah. we we just made the decision to wait another year because we're like, yeah. ah, fuck it, you know? Right, <laughs> right, yeah, like, whatever, <laughs> she'll, she'll deal. And I, I don't want to get daily notifications of what she's doing. I just want to send her there and know she, you know, survives. And just give her the knuckles. Yeah, exactly. For me, I, I feel like part of it is, uh, I feel like Henry is ready. Yeah, that's Although what it's all about. Although he's in a very, very emotionally raw really? place right like, now. what's he doing? Just these tantrums emo, are crazy. It's, it's just, it's just crazy. And he's so cute and like sweet. But when he's he, gone goth, he's just got like he's got his mascara. Eyeliner. He's yeah, pulling yeah, a Spider-Man yeah. three yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it, it, there's. I know what the trigger will be because the trigger is literally everything. <laughs> so like anytime that he has the option for something, it doesn't matter if it's what he actually wants or what he doesn't want yeah. or if he did ever would want it at some point in the history of the species that we are. Yeah, he will throw a tantrum about it. And so like literally now, like we will ask him something and then we'll clear the floor immediately <laughs> because we'll know he's about to jump and he'll just do this thing where he goes like. Ooh! You know, and he just like fucking sumo jumps in the middle of the room, and we all kind of like let him do it for a second, you know. But it's—I feel like when Jude, because Jude did used to do that. That's like a two-year-old thing, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I feel like we—oh um, god, the tuna fish. Here we go again. Here I go. Again. Here we go again. It's oh really that every, every every time you pick it up, I'm I like, thought oh my you god. were just gonna keep talking. I know. I no, could do it discreetly. Just, just do it loudly. <laughs> I'll wait. Anyway, uh, so I feel like when Jude did it, I had more of a of like an anger response that I wouldn't always like let out, but I would get more frustrated with him. You would do the sumo thing, too. Yeah, we would just start sumoing all over the room. But with Henry, because I just know that it's natural and that there's not much, I can't really, I can't like have a parenting moment when this is happening. That so that to me is the takeaway. It is not a teachable moment when a two year old is having a, a temper That's tantrum. Right. It's just physiology. You just it doesn't mean I'm doing anything wrong. Weather's it's just storm. gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So just make sure he doesn't like hit anything. If you're in public, just leave what deck. you're doing, right? And then later you can talk about it. But like when it's happening, it's just nothing is gonna come of it, you know. And even afterwards, because it's like they go into a fugue state. Like he has no clue. He doesn't he, even know what happened. He gets happened. over it, and yeah. then he's fine, and he's yeah. happy, and he's sweet again. He's like, "Why do you guys? Why are you all crying? Yeah, like why is everybody like cowering in the corner? <laughs> he has no memory of it." And then we'll try to, you know, kind of try to talk it through a little bit and he'll just kind of be ready to, to move on. And, I'm, and I realize that it's just not something that we have much influence on right now. Mm-hmm. We will when he's a little bit older, when he's three and four, you know. But for now, like, and, but by then he's not going to be doing it anymore because it's just something that two-year-olds do. And I feel like he didn't really have terrible twos until kind of late into his twos. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like we're hitting it really this these last couple of months. That being said... Um, He's doing great, and it's accompanying a lot of like big developmental shifts for him. And mm-hmm. and, and I I get it. And I'm I feel like patient. the tantrums often do, or that kind of behavior often accompanies the leaps. You know, the yeah, develop, the big developmental leaps. Right, because like he's not even trying to get his way. I mean, like the things that he's throwing tantrums about are so inconsequential, mm-hmm. and he must know that at some level. The fact that he got the yellow cup instead of the blue cup, like, is not going to kill anybody. It's okay, but he doesn't know it. Like, right? it, it's so. That's how crazy it is. Like, it's just so... Well, because the cup has nothing to do no with it. He has no control over right? it. Yes, exactly. It's, it's something more about the control, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. About the fact that he couldn't get the cups and that we didn't listen to him the way that he wanted us to listen to him. Right. When in reality, he hadn't made a preference about the cups and we'd already poured the juice out, right? And there also isn't a blue cup because it's in the dishes right now. So, like, yeah. that's what he's going to drink out of. And then you and then he, like, throws a tantrum. So you say, well, then, okay, we'll try the juice later. And then you take it away and he screams about that. And then you give it back to him and he screams about yep. the fact that you gave it back to him. And it's just... So he just has to kind of, like, work through it. Yeah. And uh, and I feel like I've been really patient with him, as is Micah, 
And it's been nice because that way when he's done, he doesn't feel like we're holding it against him. Yeah. And I, I had a great moment. I want to, before we get into the episode, I know we're running late on time already, but uh, we had a, I, I had a great moment with him yesterday where uh, we were going to the pool at the Y, which was fucking great. Oh my God. We have not taken advantage of that <laughs> membership YMCA, benefit. Big, <laughs> big, big fans. Big sponsors big of the sponsors. show. Stamps.com, YMCA. I love them both. Uh, we ha- just haven't used the outdoor pool stuff in our membership for some reason because it's like I feel like it's, it's kind of would be gross or something or yeah. like I wouldn't really but it, get you the had a good appeal. experience though it was just ama- I mean it's it's incredible it is like so it's so awesome. safe there's all these great water slides that are safe for the kids it's like there's a whole like you know kitty area that's not like covered in shit which I kind of assumed it would have been yeah maybe it is but I can't see it which is it's okay you know there's like picnic areas it, it's like a whole like, outdoor real so we're gonna do a lot of that this summer long story short but we were getting ready to go yesterday. And Henry was just throwing so many temper tantrums about so many things. And we kind of just gave up and, like, let him go in the kitchen and lay on the floor and scream. And we're like, okay, we'll, you know, kind of get him when he comes back. So we're getting ready to go and getting Jude ready. And, you know, Mike is getting her books put away and everything. Um, and I'm like, where, where is Henry? And she's like, I think he's still in the kitchen. And I'm like, well, you know, I'll go. Let me just like, go check on him. And, and I went and he was sitting silently <laughs> looking out the window on the floor, just, like, looking out the back window. And he was just miserable. Oh. And so, you know, we, we we hadn't like put him there, but we were like, let's yeah. give him space to kind of get over this thing. And um, and I like sat down next to him and um, and I was like, are you OK? And he was and he just looked at me and he goes, I'm cranky. And I realized like he gets it. Mm. He gets it. He's cranky. Yeah. The, the fit wasn't about the bathing suit. It wasn't about this other stuff. Right. It's like he's, he's just not cranky doing right it now. intentionally. Yeah. You know, and so I told him. Um, I asked if he could sit on my lap, and he said, "Yeah." And so I put him on my lap, and he was still like glowering, you know. Yeah. And I was like, you know, sometimes I'm really cranky too, and I can't even tell that I'm cranky until it's too late and somebody says it. So I told him I was really proud of him that he saw that he was cranky, you know. Yeah, and that's awesome. I didn't awesome. have to tell that's him that. That's a big deal. Um, and I said that sometimes when I'm cranky, I like to look for things that I haven't seen before and try to figure out what they are. So we just looked in the backyard, hmm. and I was like, what's that plant? And he was like, that's the one that you got, Mommy, for last weekend for our anniversary, which it was. It was a hydrangea that I got her. And I was like, wow, you you saw that? And he was like, yeah, it's beautiful. And I was like, oh, my God. And so he like was getting over it, right? And that's I w- awesome. And then he threw a fit again because Micah came downstairs, and it reminded him that he was upset. And I just like let him do it, but I held him. Uh, and then he kind of got over it again. Yeah. And I was like, I think this is how we're going to deal with it, is being empathetic, not taking it personally, and letting him just know that, like, I understand what it's like and that it's okay to be cranky. And that was my big lesson at the end was, like, totally. it is okay to be cranky. Yes, yes. You have to make sure you don't hurt people while you're cranky. Yeah. That's basically yeah. it. I think so. totally it's cultivating that kind of self-awareness and that space, you know, it's okay to feel bad or cranky or whatever. Um, and I think it is so easy as a parent in, in the moment, you know, you're already trying to do a million things and, and, and stressed out probably. And it's easy to take it personally and then, like you know, have it escalate, right? Turn it mm-hmm. to that escalating situation, which makes them feel worse and you feel worse. But I really like the idea, and I try to do it, of distancing yourself from it and just, like, giving them the space to do it, you know, as hard. long as they're not hurting someone or destroying the house. Or themselves, because he'll throw himself at the oh, floor. Oh, yeah, like, really yeah, that's, hard, that's right? common, which too, yeah. freaky, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I feel like a lot of the stuff that we talk about in the show comes down to almost, like, disassociating for a second and yeah. analyzing the situation that you're actually in, yes. not the one that you feel like you're in, right? Yeah, I think a that's right. A lot of parenting is that. A lot of parenting is not going with your gut instinct in the, in the moment mm-hmm. 
and separating yourself out and thinking what is actually happening happening here. Not what are my expectations of other people looking at me, judging me for parenting yeah. a certain way. Not my expectations of like, oh, this is not what I read on the internet about how to deal with tantrums. And not my expectations of, um, you know, I don't want to, to raise somebody who feels like tantrums allow them to get their way. Because the reality is, is I know Henry is not that person. Yeah. Like he is not a spoiled asshole. Right. You know, he's going through something. And that is okay because we all do that. And what I'm thinking, what I'm hoping to be cultivating with this is basically that when they're teenagers, that they feel like it's okay to be irrational and to talk about things. Yeah. And that we're not going to say like, you know, go to your room and don't come out again. Like that will be an evolving situation that will allow them to express themselves. Yeah, you're on their side, right? right, exactly. Totally. Because we are, right? Totally, yeah. So, yeah. I like it. It's nice. But it's funny you said you expect it'll get better with, you know, age three or whatever. But for us, I think – Well, I can't say for both kids, but at least for Grace, I feel like three was worse than two in terms of, you know, the terrible two or three, like the tantrumy and whining. Yeah, Jude's threes were worse than his two. Um, Oh, oh, man. Fucking whining. Whining is one of the worst sounds. Oh, yeah. And they know it. It's just so awful. Of course they do. Yeah. But anyway. How do you deal with whining? Oh, God. I mean, I... Do you do it back to her? If it's something that... Do I do what? Do you do it back to her? Oh, sometimes I do that. Yeah, I I always feel bad. I know, me too. I'm like, I'm doing a good job. I I fucking hate the way I sound right now. (laughs) It's so true. But then I'm like, I'm a 34-year-old man pretending to be a baby whining to our toddler, whining to a toddler to make a point. That is not an adult Not our proudest moment. Exactly. I poop my pants too. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Totally. But I think uh, if it's something that she wants... I I am I am clear with her like whining is not how you're gonna get it yeah you know so how do you ask in a nice way like and not without whining you know and then of course it's like oh you know please thank you you know whatever she'll like do Forced. it yeah exactly begrudgingly right. um, if it's just like an episode of what, like what you just described um, then I'll have to yeah I try to like sit it out more but if it's something where I want like for example I want her to go pee in the potty and she's like busy with something and really doesn't want to do it. Um, it's been a while, like she's gotten over this, but there was a time where she would really, you know, like get a super upset if I then like brought her to the potty mm-hmm. um, and, and she would like just, you know, scream and shout and just be like, so because and it isn't was that the worst situation, her control. Like, th- but she's also like a ticking time bomb. Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. And I know she has to go. Right. Um, so thankfully, you know, I think she's finally like gotten out of that kind of whining and it's more just like because she wants something or. You know, whatever it is. And See, then you can negotiate. Yeah, it's negotiate right? or, you know, trying to get her into a better practice of actually requesting or saying excuse me because that's the other thing I fucking hate mm-hmm. when they are like whining. You're having a conversation with someone and oh they're just like God. whining over and over and over again. Oh, God. And saying the same three words. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, oh, so uh, the last time I think I was like, oh, I can't hear you. You haven't said the word yet. Right. I can't hear you. And she's actually started now to say excuse me. Wow. Which is like a big deal. Yeah. Nice. So, so, yeah, we'll see. Nice. But. Yeah, it's funny because these are all tactics that kids use to to like exert influence over their yes, world. Yes, of right? course, exactly. So like, I get it. Yeah, but, it's effective. Um, Whining is effective. It is effective. It gets a response. So I guess that to me is key, right? Yeah, yeah. Because it gets a response. The response that it gets has to be deliberate. That's right. Right. Exactly. So if you give into that with just no questions asked, obviously you're telling them that that is how you affect the world the way you want to. Is That's you just right. be an asshole. About That's right. It, right. Yeah. Um. So I, I feel like uh, I have. I might be too hard line on it, but if they do act like like a dick when they want something, they will not get it. Yeah. Oh, I agree with at you. All. Mm-hmm. Um, for for like a day, like if, if they want to watch another episode of something, and I say no, and yeah. then they throw a fit about it, then they're not going to watch that show for a week. Wow. You know. Yeah. And and I and I feel like 
I'm, I'm not like a terrorist about it. Like I don't no, hold no, it no. over their heads, but I give them something else that we can I do. I wish I had the willpower. But Bethany, Bethany's more like gives me crap for that because I'm mm. not as good. I'm not, I don't have as much willpower there, like in that kind of situation where I'll probably, I'll say like, we don't whine. Like, how do you ask? Yeah, right. And then I'll wait until they ask in a better way and then I'll give in. But I feel like ultimately they're, you know, they're whining in their mind probably paid off. And so, yeah. Whereas what you're doing is actually setting like very clearly, like when you whine, you're not going to get it, and it's just not going to happen. Exactly, and, and and that's the way that I phrase it with them. I say, if you act like this, yeah, it will not happen. And yeah. I say, like, have I ever done different? Like, I'll say to Jude, if he's being like an ass about not getting to play his Game Boy or something, yeah, I'll say, has there ever been a time where you have thrown a tantrum or whined about something where I have capitulated? Mm. And he will say, Daddy, stop using the word capitulated. <laughs> I was going to say, and then I, and then and then, uh, and then he'll say no, and because it's true, because yeah. it doesn't happen, and that's right? the kind of consistency that I think makes it. It's but, easier for kids to get that too, right? The consistency. Right? Whereas yeah. if you give in certain times, then it's like, oh, this might pay off or they right. might or it might not and I don't know. And it's like, right. yeah. But if you, can, if you can set up a paradigm where you will not capitulate if they throw a fit, but you will talk to them yeah. about it, right? Then you can – what I do sometimes is I will give them a chance to sort of talk it through and then I'll say like, hey, it's not happening, but let's talk in a little while about it. Yeah. And then that kind of gives them another chance to come at it from a, from a different angle. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is good. You, you've given me more to think about there. Yeah. And now I know Bethany will hear this and be like, see? She well, she's, in. she's left you, so this is going to be Yeah, that's difficult. true. She'll, yeah. she'll find it while she's traveling. I guess she through. doesn't have to hear whining anymore. She's in Europe at this point. <laughs> um, we have a GPS tracker. Just one. Uh, so, you know, we only have 15 minutes left, um, but I wanted to sort of use that time to talk about this whole, like, festival thing that we've been doing. Yeah, I want to hear lately, more about it, because really I saw you post it again on Facebook, right. a new festival, and I'm like, how do they do this? Like, both in terms of, you know, having enough space as parents to, like, think thoughtfully about an activity that you want to do with your kids, but also the creativity and the energy that you bring into it, you know, it's just, it's it's um inspiring. I mean, not to the point where I've well, done thank it, you. but I want to hear how you do it. You know, so my can, parents probably are hearing this, and they're yeah. thinking, God, how do we create such an amazing person? You know, right? That's what they're, that's they what must they're, be. Clearly, yeah. that's what they're saying. Yeah. No, it's, uh yeah, so this will be fun to, to talk about for a few minutes. Before we do- Walk me through it. Uh, before I walk anybody through it, this is, this is the point in the show where if you are planning on doing this, or if you know somebody who's <laughs> planning on doing this, don't listen to it with the kids there, um, Micah. Yeah. <laughs> that was basically a disclaimer for Micah. Um, no, so yeah, so we, we the first time we did this was last year with Shark Week, as as I talked of quite course, a bit about. Of course, at length, right? right? Which was yeah. which was a huge thing, and it was definitely it spanned as like ambitious. three episodes of our show. <laughs> yeah, right, because there was all the planning leading yep. up to it. Yep. That was definitely the most ambitious version of this. But I like to sort of start with the most ambitious thing and then scale it back a little bit to something oh, interesting. that's manageable. <laughs> Oftentimes, people take the opposite approach. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with I like me. That. I'm, I like a, that. I'm a maximalist. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So I want to like go go ham on it and then. Um, and then like take it back a notch. You're like, all right, that might have been a little overkill. Because you have to know your limits, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's so like you, anything. You just go for the limit right off the right. bat. Well, you're the one that punched the guy's tooth out. So, I mean, yeah, that's fair. True, yeah. You know, you, yeah, you don't I had too. no self-control. <laughs> right. Um, Maybe if my parents didn't give in to whining, I would have not done that. I don't know. <laughs> I get my way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Shark Week was just great. And it's something that we have brought up quite a lot throughout the year. And I really feel like it's stuck with the boys as an experience that was a lot of fun. It helped engender a greater respect for nature, and it's something that they have looked forward to. So when we see sharks, which we do a lot because they're like a big part of our lives, 
you know, they talk about it and, where, and they, they you wonder. You see sharks, know. like, where? What do you mean? When I mean, like, like in, in media, when like, we're, we're watching oh, okay. you know, shows. I'm or, like, where are you taking them to the beach at the Cape and you're <laughs> right. seeing sharks all oh the time? Oh, my God. This last weekend, there were so many sharks on really? the Cape. Really? Yeah. Do you have the sharktivity, the, 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 the shark tracker? The, Why would I have that, Patrick? Well, you should. It's fucking amazing. Why would I have that? There's so, like, I was just talking to my coworker who was at the beach of Wellfleet and there was a shark breaching off the shore. Wow. And I looked it up on the tracker. It actually was reported and then subsequently tagged by Greg Skolmla of the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy. Wow. Yeah. Greg who? Well, he's actually the, the Massachusetts he like a big deal? Bay of Fisheries. But yeah, but he does all the tagging mm. with the Atlantic Shark Conservancy. You know him by name. I love it. He's a great guy. I don't, I don't personally know speed him, but, but he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's number one on my speed dial. Um, so it's not, it kind <laughs> of stuck with them. Whatever speed dial means anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they're fucking... Uh, <laughs> It is. I do kind of miss like the 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 immediacy of that, you know, of like mm-hmm. of like you have like just a couple numbers that you just plug in your phone and then you press a button, push it happens. I don't miss that. Who am I fucking talking? I don't miss that shit. Yeah. So he. So so the festival was was great last year, and then as you as you know, listeners of the show will remember. In November, we went to New York City, and we had this idea that Spider Man would leave a message saying that there's going to be a festival of heroes. Um, which then subsequently got delayed like over and over again because Michael was in school and I had to finish the ballet and there was all these so big did things you have, going did you have on. To come up with a string of excuses from Spider-Man about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So well, so every couple of months, but that probably turned into his own game. And and they, and they loved that. And also, like there was a whole backstory about why he was delayed because he was fighting the Sinister Six and blah blah blah. And he had all these funny jokes about it. And he would send them little things in the mail, like you know, letters and like little like little um, doodads and things. So so they weren't you know, you know upset, but they they were bringing it up. They're like, wow, doodads. I wonder if he's okay. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Dude, dads. Do, oh, Dude, dads. hey, that's a good subtitle for the show. If we ever dads, it sounds kind of. The more you say it, the weirder it's. it's <laughs> he lost his doodads. It's also because you're just <laughs> sitting there fucking saying doodads over and over again with Sorry, tuna breath. I broke your, yeah, there's <laughs> like tuna fish on the, <laughs> pop, on the pop filter. I'm being filtered through tuna fish right now. Yeah, thank God because I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> um. So, uh, so, so we, you know, fi- finally got to a point where I felt like we had the time to put into making this happen. But we decided <laughs> yeah. again to scale it back a little bit and make it one day, mm-hmm. and make Only it not- one day. It was wow. one day, yeah. But that also meant that there was a lot of compression going on. So here's the thing: there was an added issue of the fact that I had to be Spider-Man for this thing. Oh wow! So, <laughs> you really? You, so this was the minimal or the more the, yeah, the more trim back? But you were Spider-Man. Well, we, well, so we, I started from a scaled back version and then immediately got more intense. So, so it became intense in a whole other way. You know? Oh, okay. So walk me through this. So yeah, so I had to get so I had to get a suit, which I found a great suit uh, on Amazon somehow that like fit really well. It like looks like a real cosplay suit. <laughs> did it? Did um, it have? Did it have the muscles? You know the padded yeah, muscles. The 3D muscle. Oh, <laughs> no, it, it, yeah. it, it had. It was like shaded, so it looked like comic. So it didn't look like bulky and weird. Okay, but it okay. kind of. It kind of looked like it didn't you know, add. You know, it helps. You it know. didn't add some heft to you. you know, <laughs> no, it didn't. Okay. Why is Spider Man so wide? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, so it, so the suit was great, and and but we had to like somehow get out and get pictures. My plan had been to do selfies outside of him delivering things. I'll yeah. explain how this was going to work in a second. Okay. My plan was to do it myself, but I realized because I'm wearing gloves, I can't take the pictures because it's capacitive, and the gloves are part of the costume, and I can't take them off without. That's right. Taking the whole thing off. So we had to. So I my, so I had to go quote unquote to the grocery store. Micah had to go quote unquote check the mail. I snuck out separately, got into the costume, ran down to the front of the house in the mailbox, covering myself with trees. You know, like trying to make sure I was, wasn't being seen. Yep. Then she came out two minutes later and we just got like all these snapshots and there's like cars driving by being like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> just running around like Spider-Man. Um, so the idea with the festival was he would text us because he had our phone number, which was, we, we yeah, actually set that part speed up. Speed dial. 
please speed dial your rotary phone. We had set that up over the intervening months. So, Sp- so Spidey had been texting us these updates, you know, yeah. of, of him doing stuff. So th- that was kind of already built in. Um, and you were using augmented reality app or something to do that, right? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So we made it look like he, he was sending it to our phones. Yeah. So he was going to send us all of these challenges throughout the day uh, to, like, you know, get little prizes and to learn about some of his favorite real-life heroes. So he texted a picture the day before, and it was funny. I was like thinking the boys are going to lose their shit about this and they were just like oh great he's outside cool like they like were completely normal about it so these are the you you texted the pictures of you outside when michael was getting the mail to them and they were just like meh well they no well they were happy about it but they weren't like surprised because to them he is like outside all the time because we've set up this world where he like is real and he's a hero doing all this stuff so why did you have to dress up yourself and do that as opposed to use the augmented reality thing because it had to be believable and there were different like (laughs) there were different poses with the augmented thing i only have like a couple of options oh wow i thought this was leading up to you actually introducing yourself to them no because then where would daddy be i know no that's that's why i was like how the hell is he gonna pull that off build and height as daddy and he has the voice of daddy you found a doppelganger <laughs> yeah i cloned myself a long time ago yeah so as that opposed was a to just asking somebody else to dress up as I did. I did a, a casting search for this across the country um yeah so so it, it, but it worked out great and uh and and he would deliver these things and then uh, the and then he would like you know scoot away before they could go to the mailbox so basically so one of the four pictures would arrive to our phones yeah it would say go check and it would be a picture of him putting something in the mailbox right what kind of stances were you in when you took the pictures did you do any where you were like hanging upside down next to the mailbox <laughs> that, that, uh, micah would not let me do that that was something <laughs> that i had been to? working on yeah. what were you gonna hang from the side of the house <laughs> and she was like that's not okay i'm like well i can figure it out she's you like, are we're lucky not doing that. you have her because i know otherwise you'd probably be dead i'd be a paraplegic at, at least a paraplegic at least a paraplegic yeah. par- sitting in a spider-man costume and the kids would think <laughs> both their daddy and spider-man had been paralyzed oh my god that'd be terrible yeah, um it would be yeah it was just like you know like peace signs and things like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it was okay. fun so the four heroes that we chose were, um, so first was Florence Nightingale, mm-hmm. because that gave a chance to talk about nursing, and so Mike could kind of teach yeah. them about that, and we did a coloring activity around her. And then um, I was typing the messages the day of as well, because I wanted them to be responsive to things that the kids were saying. Mm-hmm. So I would That's have to good. sneak out twice for each of these things, and I got really good at waiting till the air conditioning turned on so that they couldn't hear the door open, wow. and then just like throwing it out you know, in the mailbox. Um, and, uh, so like, so they would talk about it and do the activity and then he would be commenting on it cause he was like watching from the trees, you know, which they like, loved. Oh, that's awesome. So they'd be like saying things to him while they were doing it. And then he would be able to like respond with his handwritten and, But they're letter. okay with never actually seeing him. Yeah. Well, cause, they, awesome. cause to them they're like, well, he's amazing at saying hidden. Yeah. He can't reveal his identity. Of course. Yeah. And this whole thing was that he was on vacation in Boston, uh-huh. which is why it was like okay for him to be out in our town because yep. it was like, you know, he's not in the city anyway. He's enjoying his time. He doesn't want anybody to know he's not here. So he can't be seen. Yep. Um, so Florence Nightingale, and then we did Malala Yousafzai, mm. um, who's just like the most incredible. I, like Micah and I were both fucking weeping during her this story, part of the day. Yeah. Like, and also like we, we so the activity for that was we had to watch her speech uh, for, for the Nobel Peace Prize, yeah, which is just amazing. And of course the boys were like, so what? Like I get it, learning is great, you know. But but it, yeah, it, it made course. it made these interesting moments where we had to talk because it's hard to talk about heroism without talking about villainy, yeah. Which means it's hard to talk about real life heroes without talking about real life evil, right? Yeah. yeah. And we, Mike and I had a lot of conversations about this. Like, you know, Malala was shot in the head by fucking extremists, right? Yep. Because who didn't think that women and girls should be allowed to learn? Yeah. For systemic reasons about power and et cetera, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was important to us to still express to the kids that she was hurt by people who didn't think she had the right to learn. 
But that meant how much do we talk about who those people were mm. and how much do we talk about like what she had to fight through. And we reached a point where we were like, we can say um, that they were violent and that they hurt her. Yeah. We won't get into it more than yeah, that. Yeah. And they hurt her because they didn't think that little girls should be allowed to learn. Yeah. Leave it at that. Right. right? And that was kind of and that was kind of it. Um, and I feel like that was good because it wasn't because because I also That's don't the want right the kids to lose depth. their because because to them it's like. You know, why would anybody not be allowed to learn? And well, it's terrible to realize we live in a world where that's the case. Right. right. And you don't want them to be like, I- I'm afraid that I'm going to go on the bus and get shot by someone <laughs> right. who thinks I shouldn't go to school. You know what I mean? Right. Because, so, right. of course, they're going to make connections that right. are more literal than, you know. Right. So that was that was definitely a sliding vector. But I think we got yeah, it. Yeah, that it sounds right. right. And then they had to say what learning meant to them. So their activity was to write that and put it in the mailbox for Spider-Man. Wow. Um, and uh, and Jude, Jude wrote uh, learning... I don't remember, but they were both good answers. They were yeah. answers that so weren't that just like, I'm going to learn stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've already fucking forgotten it. <laughs> well, that's the thing is I had to destroy this stuff because they couldn't find it in the mailbox or in the house later. So like they had to do the activity. Did you set and them then on fire? I had to go. <laughs> yeah. I, and then it was like my responsibility because they didn't want to get their shoes on. It was a hot day. I was like, I'll tell you what, I'll go deliver them to the mailbox for you guys. You yeah. Know, so that yeah. you can see. So I had to like on the way to the mailbox, like tear them and like put them in the bottom of the recycle bin. You know, it was, it was very involved. <laughs> Um, and then we did Stephen Hawking. This was definitely the best mm. part of the day. Because Stephen Hawking, you know, for one thing, he's a scientist, so there's a Spider-Man connection there. And also because yeah. Jude is, like, super into science and yeah, doing experiments. that's awesome. So that was great. And I love how simple his heroism is because, like, you know, he was given a diagnosis and then he lived way longer than he was supposed yeah. to, doing incredible work in right. spite of it. right. And not complaining about it, but like, but be using it to like almost like when he was given one situation, he made something amazing out of it that he couldn't have necessarily done without that horrible thing that happened, right? Yeah. So we talked a lot about adversity, and then we decided to do um, some experiments about black holes because that's something that Hawking, you know, did a lot of research in. You created a black hole. I did. I did in the toilet. It was great. Um, (laughs) And and created a new Spider Verse. Yes. Well, that would be a wonderful gateway into another activity, perhaps. That would be. I'm going to write that that down. Um, and then we ended up with Nelson Mandela, who it might have been John kind Abdullah. of like an, <laughs> John Abdullah. We learned yeah. all about the uh, the the silver knuckles, the brave, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the heroic Abdullah, all the tooths, the the white ankles. Um, you people who listen to this show without having listened to other episodes of it yeah, must be like, true. what the fuck are they talking about? Wide ankles, punching a tooth out. <laughs> like, where I does sound this like come a real from? dick. Yeah, it's funny though because like as I'm saying it, I'm also like, what the fuck am I talking about? Because <laughs> like the ankles thing isn't There's real. So many, it's just, no, I mean not that I'm aware. Normal, of. You have normal ankles. If anything, they're abnormally small. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. actually yeah. holding my ankle up now so that Patrick. Can see. It's somewhat <laughs> of a seductive way. It is. It's a little. They're more like a little chicken ankles. You know, we'll call them wide for the purpose of this podcast. Um, but Nelson Mandela was great, but it also meant we had to talk about racism, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't want to get into that with the kids, but so we didn't make it necessarily about targeting black people. Yeah. But we made it about how like one group of people didn't want another group of people yeah. to succeed because of the way that they looked. Right. And how, and so we talked a little bit about that. And then we had to take a quiz together on Nelson Mandela's life and we all, you know, as a family, we passed it and stuff. I'm glad you passed. There was, yeah, I was a little bit nervous about it. <laughs> And then uh, they got their final prize, which was uh, an awesome like Hot Wheels Spider-Man launcher, and it was it was great. And they were beaming oh, about it and telling awesome. everybody. And and now when we have um, like in the weeks since this, you know, we've like talked about some of these real life heroes. We've like you know addressed how uh, amazing it was that they were able to do this, and we've used it as like examples for when somebody thinks they can't do something, blah blah blah, or you know, et cetera. Yeah. So um, I think it stays with them a little bit because it's experiential and because they have yes. agency in it. Because yes. if they hadn't gotten the challenge. They wouldn't have 
gotten the prize. You know, like imagine that, if right? you had done that just by like you know, let's pull out a book about Nelson Mandela or like you know, done something right? more straightforward. It wouldn't right? have the information wouldn't have. Uh, it would have been me telling them something. Yeah, they would have just like left. <laughs> yeah, they they would have probably killed me. Yeah, probably. But this was like they were able to. Um, Steer the ship. So, what does it like, take to do something like this? Like, well, what is what was involved? And in, I mean, yeah, in a couple of minutes, if you can. But what, what was involved as parents? Because I hear this, and I'm like, I want to do that, and I know I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what I mean? Not gonna happen. No, and it's like it, it also it connects to something I was thinking about the other day, which is like there are times where I, you know, we'll have people over who are just great with kids and like love our kids, and we're lucky to have them in our lives, mm-hmm. and they'll be like playing with our kids in ways that. You know, I feel like I don't necessarily sometimes right. because as a parent, I'm so focused on like, you know, making sure they clean it up after or oh, God, I'm doing course. something else, constant. cooking or, oh, yeah. or, you know, and so I'm, I'm like, like, man, I'm such a drag. Right. Sometimes. I'm like half yeah. playing with them, but half doing something else. Yeah. Whereas I, I hear an activity like this and I'm like, that's awesome. Like you're fully present with your yeah, kids. But it's not like that's every day. It's not like that's constant. No, right? I that know, was I one know. day in a yeah. year where we do this activity. Right. I think but it's it easy for planning. us. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's easy for us as parents to get paranoid about about that. I just had an experience yesterday at the water park where like there was this dad who was like playing in the waves with like his his son. And I was like a little bit annoyed by him because he was like so fucking vocal about like like <laughs> Elijah do this like oh do I'm like just leave, let the kid fucking play in the water park. Yeah. But at the same time let I was like drown. I was like sitting there letting the boys play together, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't out and I was like should I be doing that? You know, am I like a bad parent because I'm just sort of like here with their towels right? letting them play. Yeah. And I think we all have moments like that and I also think it's important to keep in mind that what we're seeing is a glimpse. Yeah. Into somebody else's life, right? No, of course, of course. Right? Yeah, and it's yeah, very yeah. easy for us all in all aspects of our daily life to do that. Yeah. To take a little like Facebook excerpt of what somebody is doing <laughs> That's and to the think worst that it's version. constant, yeah, right? Yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. not, because people aren't sharing the, the day-to-day of stuff. They're sharing extraordinary moments, right? Yeah. So, th- so there's that. But also in terms of planning it and pulling it off, because it was something that I was excited about, because it pertained to things that I thought were fun, and because yeah. it was something that I could get on board with just myself, like it's fun to talk about fun. superheroes and stuff. Um. It's something that I would think about a lot in my free time, just sort of just walking around or, you know, getting the groceries or something, just sort of thinking about it, just yeah. sort of out in the abstract. And then it, and when it came time to plan, you know, it was just one night getting on Amazon for getting a couple of prime deliveries, right? Right, right. 20 bucks of stuff. And then um, it was just like typing on my laptop the day of the things that I'd already been thinking about in yeah. the back of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then just talking to Micah to make sure that like she was on board and she liked the ideas and mm. she, she changed it obviously too because she had been thinking about it as well. But it wasn't like a big, it wasn't like there was a spreadsheet and we were like super <laughs> granular about it, right? Yeah, no, that makes sense. I like it. I mean, I think the other really powerful piece that I'm hearing is um, the magic of it, you know? Yeah. We, we talked about, um, we had an episode on Santa Claus. We also had one on Sense of Adventure and it almost like combines elements to that. Of those things where it's like introducing this um, sense of adventure and magic in life, right? Right. That otherwise, you know, it's easy to forget about that part um, of being a kid and, and that experience and just like go with the basics, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's I hope I hope I'll actually hear this and not just be inspired and then not do anything with it. But we should try. try, try here's should like a challenge a for you and for of, our listeners. Um, ankles. It doesn't have to be a yeah, the cankle, the cankle <laughs> festival. <laughs> Like try doing one uh, like activity like this where there's something to learn or something to explore with a prize at the end of it yeah. that has some kind of a story to it. Yeah, just like just play with that idea. You know? Yeah, no, I'll I'll think something about that, that the definitely. kids would like that they would put them on a scavenger hunt, for example, where they have to find a clue and that clue gives tells them a riddle that they, and they, if they can solve the riddle, then they know where to find the treasure. Just something I'm already like overwhelmed. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. You yeah, know? There are like I think three layers like to what you just said. It's, and then no, but I do. VR, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. environment AI. to do this in. AI. Yeah, AI. Yeah, AI. Um, well, thank you for, for introducing us to that. I hope, I'm sure other you're listeners welcome. will also hear it and think, wow, I should try something like that. Everybody do it. Or they'll just think you're batshit. That's crazy. true. Yeah. Or both. They're both true. That's very, actually, that's true. Yeah. All right. See you. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>